Hello, this is your host, Art Fuller, Ph.D., coming to you courtesy of Smash Cut Productions from steamy Atlanta, Georgia. We're here to take a serious look at unserious topics and where we do the research so you can become an expert in five minutes. One short disclaimer, we guarantee that after listening to this podcast, you can hold your own in a conversation with a world-class expert on said topic. After five minutes, though, all bets are off and you are on your own. So let's jump right in today as we talk about how to avoid making decisions. Making decisions is overrated. Chances are you are just as likely to make a bad decision as a good decision. And bad decisions can be really costly and painful. The best way to deal with this problem is to avoid making decisions altogether. Some will call this wavering, dithering, stalling, hem-hawing, being on the fence, vacillating, procrastinating, or waffling. Regardless of what you call it, avoiding making decisions can be very satisfying. There are many positive benefits to avoiding decision-making. One is avoiding blame. When someone makes a bad or faulty decision and it comes back to haunt them, they can struggle with regret, guilt, and blame. If you avoid making decisions, you will have fewer regrets, less guilt, and you can avoid the blame game altogether. After all, you didn't make the decision. How can anyone blame the consequences on you? Decisions are actually quite complicated, hence people's desire to avoid them. There are numerous steps and models available to supposedly help a person make a decision. In today's culture, decisions must be identified, assessed, adapted, analyzed, anticipated, weighted, contextualized, diagnosed, clarified, defined, evaluated, strategized, outlined, simulated, judged, considered, ranked, explored, modeled, applied, objectified, optimized, modified, calculated, elaborated, systematized, and rationalized. Wouldn't it just be better to flat out avoid making them? The word decision actually comes from a Latin word, decidere, meaning a cut. It literally signifies a cut between the past and future to create a new direction. Here are a few helpful responses you can give to people when you're trying to avoid making a decision. I'm also adding some additional explanational detail just in case someone presses you on what your avoidance response actually means. First, I want to see which way the wind blows. Explanation, I'm waiting until I have more information before making a decision. Second, I'm going to leave my options open. Explanation, I'm avoiding making a decision now, so I will still have choices later. Third, I'm taking a wait-and-see attitude about it. Explanation, I'm going to delay doing anything until I see what happens next. Fourth, I think I'll hang back for now. Explanation, I don't want to do something immediately because I'm not confident about exactly what to do. And lastly, I'm going to pray about it. Explanation, I'm waiting for God to smack me upside the head before I do anything about it. This last excuse is my personal favorite and is frequently used by people who want to spiritualize a decision. Once a decision is spiritualized, you cannot question its avoidance. To do so would make you, the questioner, appear to be less spiritual than those who prefer to pray about and seek divine guidance for said decision. Also, this is an effective way to buy more time if you're not ready to decide. It's been said when the going gets tough, the tough get going. 
When applied to decision-making, this should be restated as, when the going gets tough, just stop. Decision-makers many times face conflict or behavioral issues with other people. Why not consider living in peace with your fellow man or woman and learn to love vague ambiguity and uncertainty? Certainty is also way overvalued. Doctors in the healthcare community have already found that stress takes years off your life. Why suffer the stress of second-guessing yourself as to whether you made a good decision or a bad decision? Avoid making the decision altogether and live longer. Transference is another good strategy for avoiding decision-making. Why not see if you can shift the decision onto someone else? Why should you be on the hook for all the tough, tough calls in life when there's at least likely one other person whom you can fob off this decision to? The decision-making load can admittedly be very heavy to carry. Try pushing the decision off on an executive or authority figure. These people love to make decisions and will readily make them all day long if given the opportunity. Sometimes you cannot totally avoid making a decision. Circumstances connive and collude to force you into a position where a choice must be made. In these instances, maybe you can slow the whole process down. Who says you must make a quick choice? Fast decision-making can lead to knee-jerk decision-making, which usually means a bad decision. Something we want to totally avoid. If you must choose, why not slow down, stall, gather information, and look for other alternatives? Who knows? Maybe the decision can be avoided in the long run. Research by the Stanford Graduate School of Business indicates one of our biggest decision-making mistakes is to decide too quickly. Explore the benefits of patience. There you have it, how to avoid making decisions, and we did it all in less than five minutes. Next week, we'll look at everything you always wanted to know about duct tape, but were afraid to ask. Stay tuned now for listener emails from our five-minute expert mailbag. If you are still listening, you either passed out on a bar stool or are brushing your teeth past the two-minute mark. Either is okay. Our first email today is from Irene in High Point, North Carolina. Irene writes, I really enjoyed your episode on caskets. I'm going to be watching my local sale paper for coupons. Who knows? Maybe I can get a deal. Next email is from Vinard from Berea, Kentucky. Vinard writes, I like chickens. Can you do an episode on how to start a chicken farm? Vinard, that's a fantastic idea. Larry, be sure this one comes up on our big corporate idea board. We don't want to drop the bird here. Lastly, Bill from Japan writes, We Japanese make a highly prized tofu from kudzu tubers. It has a special nutty flavor. I cannot understand why you people are trying to eliminate this delicious plant. Bill, we would be glad to give you all the kudzu you can eat. Feel free to stop alongside any rest area in Georgia and pick a sack full to take home with you. Well, that's all the time we have today. See you next week.